Welcome to Hip Hop Movie Club, where three old heads put their old heads together to vibe on some of the most memorable or forgettable hip hop themed movies of all time. And here's HHMC with your HHMCs, Boogie, JB, and Dino Wright. Season 2, Episode 2, Disorderlies. Disorderlies was directed by Michael Schultz and stars the Fat Boys, who were comprised of Darren Robinson, a.k.a. Buffy, Mark Morales, a.k.a. Marky or Prince Marky D, and Damon Wimbley, a.k.a. Cool or a.k.a. Cool Rock Ski, and also starring Ralph Bellamy and Anthony Geary. Disorderlies is a slapstick comedy featuring the rap trio The Fat Boys, who are hired as caretakers by a desperate man looking to expedite his wealthy but ailing uncle's death so that he can claim his fortune. All right, so break it down for me, fellas. What you got on this one, Boogie? All right, so this movie is absolutely hilarious. I haven't watched this movie in years, but I laughed through the whole movie. There's just so, so many things to laugh about in this movie. It's just, they have this amazing Three Stooges type chemistry throughout the whole movie. It's insane to watch. And, and the storyline is is pretty funny because they, they're supposed to um, expedite uh, the death of this wealthy man. But in the end, they end up helping him and giving him kind of a new lease on life. But Along the way, there's all kinds of anecdotes, and they even have a makeshift uh, music video. There's some cameos in there, some 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 famous folks. But uh, I I really enjoy this movie. It's just a lot of fun, whole lot of fun. <laughs> I'm a fan of slapstick, as I mentioned on previous episodes, and self-deprecating humor. They call themselves the Fat Boys. They talk about their weight. Some of the jokes are about. They ate 16 chocolate cakes that were supposed to be there. That's the fifth time that has happened. <laughs> Knocking yeah. over tables, uh, you know, falling back in the airplane seat, uh, the passenger behind you, kind of squishing the older woman. Just hilarity. Yeah, and I also picked up on the Three Stooges kind of slapstick. It's almost lifted from, from a lot of the Three Stooges shorts that I've watched like over and over again. The only thing that was missing was like a pie throwing scene or something kind of pie fight. But uh, it was a lot of fun slapstick and especially the pool scene where they, they dropped Dennison into the pool by accident. <laughs> I've seen Mo, Larry and Curly do this like a thousand times. And it's funny when, when the fat boys do it. Yeah. After they, they first, you know, they get picked up by the plane and they land in, in, in Florida. <laughs> The comedy starts away starts immediately. Like they haven't even arrived at the house, and Marky is like yelling out the window at some women, and immediately gets thrown in jail. It's like, come on! And the one guy is riding in the back in the trunk of the car on the yeah. way back because he couldn't fit in the in the back seat. Yeah. Had cool in the trunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was wild. Uncle Albert, the uh, the elderly guy, he had this ridiculous complex pill dispenser, which yes. just cracked up. <laughs> played music, all different colored pills, 
at one point, the fat boys are playing cards and they're using the pills as the coins. And then they're, they're about to get caught. They dispose of them into a, the pills into a trash bag. And ironically, he gets better because he was over-medicated was the diagnosis. <laughs> so yeah. He starts doing a lot better. Yeah. It's kind of silly. Yep. Carla, Carla threw the pills out. <laughs> you know, there's, there's one part that I always loved about the movie, too. And it, it happens as they're taking a tour of the house. And it also happens again during the epilogue at the end. As they're walking through, taking a tour of the house, you hear like this classical music playing. And over the top of the classical music, you hear the, hear the, the, beat, the beatbox coming through. And I always love that part. I'm like, man, I need to, I need to have that on a loop. <laughs> so I'm such a fan of classical music. And just to hear that, the beatbox over it is just like perfect. It's like, whoever thought of that concept, they, they deserve an award. That was well played. I mean, poor Uncle Albert gets slept around like Bernie Lomax. <laughs> <laughs> it's like summer um, at Bernie's. <laughs> exactly. And I always, th- it's funny. I always think of when I hear Uncle Albert, we're so sorry, Uncle Albert from Paul McCartney, <laughs> Admiral Halsey. That song is in my head. And I'm wondering if they use that name just by chance. But if you listen to the lyrics, it's like, you know, we're so sorry and you're in this situation and whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uncle Albert. Played by the the late great Ralph Bellamy. <laughs> it's amazing who they got into this film. You know, it's a slapstick comedy, but there are some real people. These are real actors in this movie, oh, yeah. like, like Ralph Bellamy and Anthony Geary. Like, yeah, he was a big deal over at General Hospital. Luke and Laura. <laughs> Luke and Laura. <laughs> people remember Luke and Laura from the eighties. Yeah, you don't get much bigger than Luke from Luke and Laura. Yeah, yeah the whole saga. The whole saga. And- and I remember that, and even though I wasn't really watching General Hospital that much, like my mom would watch it, but yep, now I knew about it too. Yeah, it was that, big. That was wedding everywhere. was the biggest thing, other than yeah. like Prince Charles's wedding. The next biggest yeah. wedding was Luke and Laura. Absolutely, yeah, it was all over there. on the cover of TV Guide. It was everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I and remember, he's in this I remember movie. Is the, he's in this movie as the antagonist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of all people, right? Of all people. <laughs> And uh, Ralph Bellamy plays Uncle Albert. I know Boogie, one of your favorite movies, Trading Places. Absolutely. Was there? Mm-hmm. Yep. Trading yeah. Places. Yep. Randolph Duke. Yeah. Quickly, Randolph. your prize the role in Coming to America as a brief cameo. Yep. yep. Absolutely. Yeah. You know who? You know who I noticed had a small a small cameo, who played um, Cool's mom, Linda Hopkins. She was, I was like, what the heck? Harriet Winslow. <laughs> you know, and it's funny because I never I never realized that because like I said, I haven't watched it in so many years. I think the last time I watched it, I was like a kid. Yeah, I'm watching. I'm like, oh, wow. Look who it is. <laughs> yeah, my wife watched this one with me because she used to love this movie and she pointed that out right away. She said, that's the mother from Family Matters. And you wouldn't, because Family Matters came on after, I think well, that after. started after this movie. So we wouldn't oh, have Buffy's known. Buffy's mom, yeah. Buffy's mom played played uh, play, played by Harriet Win- <laughs> Joe okay. Noble played, by, played Harriet Winslow. Joe, that, Joe That's a great, oh, t- great tie-in. Yeah. Yeah, there were a lot of cameos and recognizable folks. 
In fact, one of the socialites at the charity event in the beginning is the singer Helen Reddy, mm-hmm. famous yeah. for I Am Woman. Mm-hmm. And she was in the original Peach Dragon. Mm-hmm. Did you catch the pizza delivery guy? Ray yeah. Parker Jr. <laughs> <saw> yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> 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 wow <laughs> yeah there are so many people that critical moments <laughs> yeah. significant moments in the 80s and, and, and elsewhere in this movie yeah and dino wright being a guitarist mm-hmm. aficionado did you see who they ended up carjacking they carjacked rick nielsen from cheap trick who's wearing a cheap trick t-shirt i mean it couldn't give it away anymore but i <laughs> and i knew this going into the movie but it was still kind of funny like Hey, you just carjack cheap trick guy. <laughs> yeah, he, he always used to wear like the painter's cap. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa, I, I didn't realize that. I mean, back then, yeah, cheap trick was a big thing. And, you know, they're legendary. I didn't, I forgot about that. So I just saw them last summer. Awesome. <laughs> concert, so so they're, they're still kicking. But yeah, <laughs> like then, and, and there were other, like Linda Hopkins, like I said. And uh, also, uh, Donnie Simpson is in this movie. Yep, at the rink, the roller skating rink. The roller skating <laughs> rink. They had a lot of good people in this movie. Yeah, and Ralph Bellamy was also in Pretty Woman. Yeah. Was he? Oh, I didn't know. I didn't yeah. make that connection. And Tony Planner, who played Miguel, was in a ton of TV shows. He was on Twenty Four and Ugly Betty, and many, many shows. And Troy Byer, who played Carla, I remember her from a bunch of um, shows. Like she was, she was on Dynasty, and I remember her from the movie Baps with Halle Berry. Oh yeah, she was also in the Five Heartbeats. Yeah, oh wow. I always like seeing her, man. I had a, I had a crush on her back in the day. <laughs> but, yeah, how many episodes uh, does Boogie have a crush on someone? Someone. <laughs> <laughs> Life goes back too fast. <laughs> she's actually um has a doctorate in clinical psychology all right and she's wow. a published author and founder of an organization that promotes fun effective and affordable mind care yeah wow analogy fitness yeah i was because i was trying to figure out like i remember she was there was a stint where she was in a lot of shows and movies and then i don't see her anymore i'm like what is, what is up with her and i was like oh that's what she's been up to okay <laughs> she went to school she got a job make some noise absolutely not mad at it <laughs> there was this one song that that played <laughs> and i listened to, and it always makes me laugh it was the, it was a scene where they like working out and they're like a fitness montage when she's trying to get marky to like lose weight and things like that have you ever listened to the lyrics it's like big mac attacks fly chicken by the sacks <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? That reminds me of you be illing. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? But every time I hear that song, I always start laughing. That's oh, funny. But yeah, but to talk about the music, the most famous song that I remember was the Baby You're Rich Man oh, the video yeah, they man. shot. That was awesome. Yeah, I remember it was like a big deal about the, the premiere of that video, too. Because the movie came out and went, ah, you know, we we're going to premiere our new video for the movie Disorderlies. And it was like a big thing um, with the premiere for that. The Wipeout plays in it at a point, too. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the song they did with the Beach Boys. Yeah, and the yeah. Beach Boys were in this movie. Well, a yeah, couple of them. That but came still. Out at the end. Yeah. At the very end, yeah. Very end. And I heard On the Edge of a Broken Heart 
that wasn't that Bon Jovi? Bon Jovi, uh-huh. yep. Yep. Was playing when they were driving. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yep. I had that I had that in there. I was like, oh, they go Bon Jovi. Yep. Which yep. you know, it wasn't even like a big thing, like somehow like fourth billing, right? <laughs> Not even yeah. the top ten. Well, yeah, there's a Bon Jovi song in this. So it <laughs> right. Turned into a megastar. Yeah. This movie was a pretty good hit. I was looking up the budget was like five million for like a slapstick comedy. I guess they they put a lot of money on it. Raked in over ten million in the box office back in nineteen eighty seven. I saw it in a theater. This is one of the few I actually have seen in the theater. One of our nice. movies of what we're doing. My cousin Adrian took me and my brother to see it. So shout out, nice, to my cousin Adrian. In the late eighties, this was in constant rotation on HBO and. I believe Prism, which was a Philadelphia pay channel that showed a lot of movies along with wrestling and flyers and 76ers. And I used to watch it every time it came on. Yeah, this is one of the movies that got me through college. My mom would record like the VHS tapes. She would make like mixtapes of movies. And then when I would come home, she would give me like a couple of the movies. VHS tapes is with like maybe how many, four five or six movies depending on the length of the movies and i would watch them and you know in school so this is one of the movies that got me through college <laughs> you had to set the vcr at a super long place so it record more stuff absolutely <laughs> extended play well, my, my yeah. mom was the master at that <laughs> I, I couldn't do it i would i'd try to record a movie and i'd only fit in like one on it my mom was, was squeezing in like as many as she can get on there <laughs> I can perfect it. <laughs> now, Boogie, I know you have some Fat Boys records. Did you have the Disorderly soundtrack? Do you remember? Um, no, I didn't have the Disorderly soundtrack. This is one of the ones that I did not have, but I did have a couple of albums. But no, nah, this this one this was the one that slipped by. I always wanted it, but I never got it. <laughs> the Fat Boys were important to the hip hop culture. They were one of the earlier acts that became big. And you see, they were crossover into the movies. They were in Crush Groove also. Mm-hmm. And really big into beatboxing. You can always hear that the sound where they're, <laughs> they're breathing like that. And um, they had a unique sound and style. Unfortunately, a couple of them died at a young age. In fact, Buffy, Darren Robinson, died at age 28. Yeah. And Prince Marky D, or Mark Morales, died at age 52 just last year, 2021. So there's only one remaining member. Yeah. Uh, that's Cool Rock Ski, Damon Wembley. Yeah. That's sad, man. I was sad when Buffy passed away, man, because he was endeared by like everyone because his ability to do that, the beatbox, but just his um his outlook on life. He was such a positive, fun-loving guy too. He was always, you know, the fun one, you know. So when he when he passed away, it was like wow, it, it hit home. Yeah, it's a shame when those fun-loving guys are no longer with us because they bring so much joy to our lives, whether it be. In the hip hop industry, someone like Buffy or like Bismarcky, who recently passed, or we love Fife Dog, or like Robin Williams or someone like that, that just provides so much positive energy and comedic presence. It's, it's a shame. 
Did you read that he was accused of filming a 14-year-old girl being raped? Did you see this in Wikipedia? I did not see that. No, that I didn't see. This is it. This was in the 90s. Apparently, it was fined $10,000. Wow. That's not cool, cool, but wow. You never know. Wow. Never know. I remember like when the Fat Boys, like their original name was the Disco 3. The moniker being called Fat Boys just kind of stuck and he just ran with it. They just embraced it, had fun with it. So, you know what? Hey, yeah, we are a little big, but we can still rock the mic. And they were legit MCs. You know, Marky D and and Kuro Ski were legit MCs. And they they definitely knew how to move the crowd. I give them hats off to them for for taking that and putting a spin on it and and embracing it and, you know, just doing what they did. (laughs) And I listened to their first two records during the lead up to this and I forgot how many like really good songs were on this. Oh yeah. I haven't really given a, a real listen in a long time and they were really good. And yeah. Some say yeah. paved the way for folks like Dougie Fresh and Bismarcky. Yeah. He might know better than me, but yeah, they hung with the heavyweights. Like they yeah. ran with like, you know, Run DMC and Curtis Blow and LL Cool J. They like they ran with the, the big boys. <laughs> they were all out there together, you know. I thought I read that Curtis Blow was the one that maybe took these guys under the wing and got them started. Yep. They were a fun act. I was going to say, do you think this movie could be made again today? I think something similar could be made. You know, a slapstick type comedy with a hip-hop act. I don't know who would fill that role these days, though. Yeah, who's the current clown prince of hip-hop? I don't really know. Right. Like I said, they had such natural chemistry. Yeah. You got to... That's tough. <laughs> That's the part that, that you'd have to struggle with right there is finding an act that'll have that chemistry. Yeah. And have it come across as genuinely funny and not forced. I can't think of a hip hop group that would be the fat boy equivalent of this, but maybe it's like some pop punk band or something. Blink 182. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could have seen back in the day when the Beastie Boys first came out, when you see like that fight for your right to party video, like they could have done a similar type thing. Yeah, Beastie Boys, yeah, they definitely had the chemistry. Yeah. Back then. Yeah. yeah I don't know who else would be similar. It's it's a unique talent to have that type of chemistry, to have that comedic presence as well. So yeah. Yeah, boys. This is a throwback. This is almost like a one of a kind. <laughs> I could hear I could hear Ralph Bellamy right now. When they first went out, cool wanted to go home and they snuck out and they ended up going to the to roller skate ring and they're sneaking back in and everyone wakes up. Lowry comes over and he's like, Oh, you know, we were so worried about you. And he's like, Chill out, Winslow. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> went to an all night drugstore. <laughs> and then as he's as he's going up the stairs, he said he comes over to him again and says to him, he's like, Step off, homeboy. <laughs> Like, oh, that was man. really funny. <laughs> oh man, are you ill? So funny, right? yeah. He's like, <laughs> stop illing. Yeah, stop. They <laughs> <laughs> were struggling to figure out what happened to the pills. <laughs> oh, oh when he, they're trying to figure out what to do, and Albert sits up. <laughs> that made me laugh so much. <laughs> They think he's dead and he, he sits right up. Oh, he's having a spasm. He's having spasm. Yeah. Even mouth to mouth, mouth to mouth. <laughs> he's a pounding on, pounding on them, puts him in the bed. 
and then, and then he, he he pushes them down he starts oh, man. he starts giving it back to them and then it cut to the next scene where who was in the bed it wasn't it wasn't cool. uh cool was in bed yeah cool was in bed and laid up healthy <laughs> That was really, really well done. Yeah, that was that was hilarious, hilarious. Yeah, there's just like so many funny scenes in that movie. Like, like even the part when they when they're in the, the back of the police car, and he takes the hangers. Yeah, that's Jimmy in the car. Jimmy in the car with the hangers, and I'm like, what? Totally unreal, unrealistic, but hilarious to watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The guy that played the, the lie detector, Rick Zumwalt, was in Over the Top. Yes. <laughs> All these connections to other movies. Are, yes, so he was, uh, was Bo Hurley. Yeah, Bo Hurley. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Yep. This one line in that, the one line in that movie that I always say, I got it from this movie, was the part when Buffy and Cool are sneaking in to try to rescue them, and they're in there. Um, every Miguel and and Lowry and, and guys know that they're in there, and they're chasing them through the house. And Miguel goes to turn a corner, and uh, he's like, "That hit the bed, he cracks him in the head with the firing pan." To this day, I say that. <laughs> Anytime I see a, a video clip or you know, America's <laughs> Funniest Videos or something like that, and somebody falls, I'm like, "That hit the bed." <laughs> <laughs> oh man my sister and i used to rewind that part and play it over so many times that hit the bed that hit the bed funny stuff classic funny stuff. classic yeah this was a good one to pick out I- i'm glad we chose this one i haven't like i said i haven't watched it in years a lot of good memories <laughs> And I hadn't seen it since I saw it in theater, and, and I didn't have Prism growing up, so I didn't, couldn't watch it from Prism or HBO. But this was a nice walk down memory lane. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't seen it since the late '80s, I would say. So it was it was a fun time to see it. There were some laugh out loud moments for sure. <laughs> So that being said, why don't we give it our rating that we always do? So the choices are bring that funky flick back. Bring that funky flick back. Or leave it in the vault. Dino Wright, why don't you start? It did wonder whether I should bring this funky flick back or leave it in the vault, but I'm going to bring this funky flick back. Boogie? Yeah, I'm bringing this funky flick back. I had a lot of fun watching it. I highly recommend this for a good laugh. I agree. Bring this funky flick back. I've always been a fan of slapstick. I can watch Three Stooges marathons, and I have done that. And so (laughs) I enjoy this one. Bring it back. Hip Hop Movie Club is produced by your HHMCs, JB, Boogie, and Dino Wright. Theme music by Boogie. Special thanks to Susan Berger, Tawanda Edwards, and Allison Yaris. Hit us up at hiphopmovieclub at gmail.com or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Hip Hop Movie Club. You can also check us out at hiphopmovieclub.com.
in the next episode of the Hip Hop Movie Club podcast, we'll talk about House Party. It drops in two weeks. Subscribe today in your favorite podcast app and you won't miss it. And remember, don't hate, congregate.